Some of the most interesting characters in Norse mythology are not the powerful gods, but rather the creatures that constantly appear to challenge the gods and terrorize men. Norse mythology, including the stories of Odin, Thor, and Loki, was the basis of the faith of the Viking warriors that plundered Europe from the 8th to 11th centuries. The faith went into decline around a thousand years ago when Christianity swept through Northern Europe. But Norse mythology, with its compelling stories, complex characters, and terrifying monsters, never really lost its foothold in Scandinavian thought and was heavily influenced contemporary literature, television, and games. On this episode, we will have monsters, zombies, fortune tellers, beings big and small, and no, I'm not talking about a recap of Halloween. I'm Michael Scott, and this is my saga. Throughout Norse mythology, there are tons of monsters and beings and things that go bump in the night. So today I'm going to dive into just a quick little sliver of about 15 of the my favorites. And what I'm going to do over the next couple weeks is I'm going to do an episode or try to do an episode on each one of these monsters. So sit back, get ready to have your mind blown. We're going to start with the Draugr. The Draugr are the undead Nor of Norse mythology. Although some stories describe them as drinking blood, they're more like zombies. The Draugr possess superhuman strength and can increase their size at will, but they cannot shake the unmistakable stench of decay and have hideous visage of the, the dead body. The Draugr creature often live in their graves in order to defend the treasure that they were buried with, but they are also known to enter communities in order to wreak havoc on the living, often tormenting those who wrong them in life. They can kill by crushing someone with their superhuman strength, eating their flesh eating them whole in a large state, or kill indirectly by driving a person mad. These creatures are said to be able to enter the dreams of the living in order to torment them. And the world always thinks they would be left behind, but they leave behind a gift to show the victim that the encounter was real. The Draugr can be killed and suffer a second death if their bodies decay too much or if they are burned, dismembered, or otherwise destroyed. It is believed that evil, greedy, or unpopular people were most likely to become the Draugr after death. This is one of the reasons why the Viking people the Norse always pressured their kids and everybody else to live a wholesome life. You did it with honor because you didn't want to be cursed to 
be the one that's left behind. Up next on my list is dwarves. Common to both Norse and Germanic mythology, dwarves are small, sometimes misshapen creatures that originated as maggots from the corpse of Ymir, the first of the Norse Jotun, and gifted with reason by gods of Asgard. They lived underground or in the mountain, which was thought to be filled with mines and forges. They were so crafty that they forged the finest weapons and jewelry, including Mjolnir, Thor's hammer, and Gengir, the spear of Odin, and they even created the golden hair for Thor's wife, Sif. In some myths, dwarven creatures are portrayed as turning to stone if exposed to sunlight. For, for some example, one dwarf named Elvis or Alvis is said to have claimed the hand of Thor's daughter in marriage, but he was tricked into talking until daybreak and then he was turned to stone. This is going to be a cool uh, episode when I get to dwarves because I have a lot of theories about these little guys. So we're going to do uh, one more and then we're going to have a break. So up next, elves. There are two different types of elves in Norse mythology. The Donkvar, or dark elves, or the Lysfar, the light elves. The dark elves are thought to be the same as dwarves, eh, you know, and dwell under, under the earth in almost black. And you can see it in some modern pop culture. Uh, orcs came from dark, were our dark elves, or they are the byproduct of a dark elf. We'll get to that in the episode. Light elves, on the other hand, were described as more beautiful and beholden to sunlight. Light elves were often considered much like gods of the, like the Asir or the Vanir, and the Vanir god Frey was the lord of the, of the elven homeland, Elfenheim. Elves are generally described as having a vibrant relationship with nature and human. They could both cause human disease and had the power to heal it. Humans and elves are thought to have occasionally, you know, interbred to produce children with the appearance of humans, but possess extraordinary, extraordinary, sorry, intuitive and magical powers. We are definitely touching on this when uh, we do the episode on elves. And I really hope I can get some listener feedback on this because I have some crazy theories. I really do. So we will be right back after a short newsly break. As I live this saga, I enjoy knowing I am on the right path, and I'd like to thank those who helped me get here. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles from the most trending topics on the web at any given moment. And for the first time in ever of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable, all in one place. 
Nothing pleases a strong Viking like being able to browse articles from topics I choose, start playing, so I stop scrolling, and I start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, The Modern Northman Saga, is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app. They even have digital radio. So what are you waiting for? Download and use Newsly for free from their website, www.newsly.me. Yes, M-E. Or from the link in the description and use my promo code SAGA. That I'll also be putting in the description and receive, no, you'll receive, not me, you'll receive a one month free premium subscription. It's a no brainer. So download Newsly and let's get back to the story. Welcome back and thanks for staying tuned. So I'm going to jump into some more Norse mythology monsters. I love this. This is so much fun. But I'm going to not exclude. But I'm not going to do a little brief intro as to ones that you guys already know, like the World Serpent, Fenir, you know, the common ones that everybody knows about. And or the Jutten. I'm not I'm not going to do those ones because you guys already know them. What I am going to get into are some that you might not know. Like the Frost Grim, or simply known as the Grim. And it is a water spirit and creature. He plays the fiddle with incredible talent, mimicking the sound of the forest, the wind, the water. He can be sought out and looked for to teach the skill of the fiddle. He usually requires an offering, perhaps a white goat thrown with its head turned in a certain way into a waterfall that flows northwards, or smoked mutton stolen from the neighbor's uh, storehouse uh, four Thursdays in a row. There, If there's not enough meat on the bone, the Grim will only teach how to do a horrible tune. If the offering is deemed sufficient, he will take the pulpit's right hand and draw them along the strings until they bleed. But, self-sacrifice, you'll learn the tune of the Grim. Pretty cool. Next up on the docket, the Huldra. The Huldra are wardens of the forest. A group of Ra that protect various different locations. The female holder are always described as incredibly beautiful, seductive, but with a long tail of a cow, their back covered in bark. The holder can disguise themselves as young women to walk in the world of men. The power of their illusion is only broken if someone sees their tail. They visit communities in order to lure young unmarried men into the forest where they are kept as slaves, lovers, or sometimes a halter will suck the life out of them. <laughs> if one of their victims is set free or escapes, they will forever live, Norse with the temptation to return to their captor. 
a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome going on there. These are all amazing creatures. So, another one, I, I know it's a commonly known one, but the Jutten. I cannot wait to do the episode on them. I'm not, I'm not even going to touch on, a, on them here, but I just want to get you guys, you know, get your blood pumping. Now. The, the Jutten, the rabbit hole went down into Ragnarok. I am telling you that the Jutten, I learned so much, so many misconceptions we have. The next one, let's go a little, let's go a little differently. The Kraken. Everybody's heard of the Kraken. The Kraken are, are sea monsters. No other way to put it. They're said to dwell off the shores of Norway and Greenland. They are often depicted as giant octopus, giant squids. And some stories suggest that they are so big that their bodies could be mistaken for an island. If men are drawn to the island, it would sink the second they set foot on it, killing them and leaving them food for the kraken. When it rose to the surface, when it was believed to cause large whirlpools, which would help it attack ships, because it would come up so fast, it would create that, that, that vortex. The kraken mostly ate fish, though. They would uh, lure fish to them by releasing... <laughs> releasing their bowels into the water. Their excrement was so thick and smelled so strongly of fish that it would draw many other fish to the area so the Kraken could devour. This is also going to be a super interesting episode, I think. Um, I'm going to do a whole one on like Ran and the Azir and the whole sea. Because it, it, it's crazy how much of uh, Norse mythology that has not been really shared too much in modern times is about the sea, right? You gotta remember, the ocean was their main uh, venture. They were, the, the Viking literally meant sailor or sailing, right? A Vike was a sailor. We'll get to that. The mare. The mare monster gave people bad dreams at night by sitting on them in their sleep. It was believed that that the mare were the souls of living people which left their bodies at night like demons. Often these were witches whose souls took the forms of animals, but normal people, in particular adolescents, were also thought to become mare. When their spirits wandered, the idea that the soul wandered at night was, was a common phenomenon. Odin's soul wandered so often that he worried that one day it may not return to his body. It was also believed that when the mare touched a living thing, people, cattle, trees, it would cause their hair to become entangled. This was probably used to explain the Polish phenomenon, which was a hair disease. It was also said to be why the branches and roots of some trees would become entangled pretty crazy uh these ones aren't monsters and i know my editor they gave me the script put them on here and like but it's okay because I, I do want to do an episode on them but it's the norns the norns are female beings and creatures that create and control fate even the fate of the gods 
they would appear at each birth to weave their thread of fate by, by casting wooden lots, weaving a piece of cloth, or carving symbols into wood. The Norns appeared to have believed that the fate was blind and impeccable, and there is no evidence of anyone ever impeaching the Norns to change their fate. The three principal Norns also served as the caretakers of the Tree of Life that holds the nine worlds of the Norse mythology. Their care only slows the death of the tree as a cornerstone of Norse mythology. This is that all things eventually come to an end. And as we talked about my rabbit hole, some people believe Ragnarok, others believe Apocalypse. But we, or me anyways, I believe more in like the circle of life. Everything starts, everything ends, but everything comes back around. Ratoskir is a squirrel that runs up and down the tree of life delivering messages of the gods. However, he is mischievous and enjoys stirring trouble between the wise eagle that sits on top of the tree and the hungry dragon that dwells at its roots. In some stories, he is described as having some of the sinister motives and convincing the two adversaries to use their powers to destroy the tree. Hopefully not, but we will get into that because it's going to be a combined episode. There's not a lot on him, so I'm going to do one on the whole tree itself and all the different, like the stag, the, uh, the eagle, the dragon, all of it. All into one. Though not a monster, Slepanir was the horse of Odin. It had eight legs, so they could have one leg in each of the Norse worlds. And we all know Loki is actually the mother of Slepanir. Loki shapeshifted into a mare, not the monster mare, but the female horse, and was impregnated by the giant stallion. <laughs> Alright, and again, there's going to be an episode completely on Loki's children. So, let's go to our last one. And our last one, oops, our last one is going to be trolls. Two different types of trolls are found in Norse mythology. They're the large, ugly trolls that dwell in the forest and mountains, and the small, gnome-like trolls that live under ground in deep caves and caverns. They are generally depicted as not very intelligent, quite malevolent, but they can show kindness in exchange for a favor. Trolls were thought to be responsible for many boulders that covered Scandinavian countryside. Some of them were even used as weapons, and others, trolls were turned into stone by the sun. Like, sometimes you read this stuff, and you're like, no, 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 no. So, the best part about this is I was given the script blindly, and I want to thank my team for that. But I want you guys to know that when I do these episodes, I am, I'm writing those scripts. Then I get them edited. <laughs> we all know that 
sometimes I go a little off script and like I'm doing right now and it can be can be brutal but anyways I just want to thank you guys so much for listening and I hope this has piqued your interest into the upcoming episodes and we're also gonna do some gods it's not gonna be the gods that everybody knows not the Marvel gods not the you know the common ones that everybody wants to talk about I'm gonna do some episodes on some gods that I found when down that rabbit hole in Ragnarok a lot of them are children of gods that we know that we didn't even know they had this many children or that these ones even existed because maybe there wasn't a lot known about them so when people were translating they just kind of left them out just like I cannot wait to jump into the Valkyries and go one by one of the goddesses man once you start diving into the goddesses it becomes amazing because you realize how uh, how do I say this how bad the translations were back in the day to the stories that we have like no wonder people were confused was Freya and Frigg the same but their stories didn't line up or was I doing and sit like there are too many um, how do I say this inconsistencies because they were lazy translations because again like I said before male dominated religion took over and they literally just brushed over the female goddesses as they weren't important unlike the Greek goddesses that were easily translated because all the scrolls are written by the Greek scholars had them in there that's why like Athena and Aphrodite and them we know lots about them because the scholar the Greek scholars they they wrote about them they kept them they kept them in great order where when it came to Norris and the Scandinavians and the Danes they were at war with the Roman Catholic Church so a lot of that stuff got destroyed because it was easier to destroy them than it was to embrace them or allow them to keep them because they really wanted to convert these hardcore uh, believers anyways thank you guys so much uh, stick around for the ending and I will talk to you guys later thank everybody you all know that sound that episode is now safely stored in the vault this is gonna be a great year it's gonna be a lot of fun so hey do me the biggest solid like subscribe share as we travel further down this path a simple share is worth more than you know and as always until next time where the wolf's ears are the wolf's teeth are near hail the gods hail odin and hail you, my listeners. Skull!